0: Welcome back to the podcast, boys and girls. We're going to get started, and we're not going to talk about the Mueller Report at all. Really? No, not at all.
1: Oh. That's a disappointment.
0: I think we should just keep it to sports, right? Sure. Okay. I'm sure
1: somewhere in the... I'm sure
0: sure there's some place where people are talking about the Mueller Report. I'm
1: sure somewhere in the 5,000 page (laughs) tome, there's a sports reference, (laughs) or something that sports fans have to pick at. Chris Oliva, he's the 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 CNN political analyst. Yeah. He's a Big sports fan. A regular contributor. I'm, I'm
0: sure he'll bring up a lot of uh, sports metaphors when he's talking about the Mueller report. Yeah. But he's a
1: regular contributor to um, um, Tony's Tony, podcast. Tony Kornheiser's podcast. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, a um, couple complaints about I have some uh, listener uh, listener feedback from last week's podcast. There was uh, one um, complaint about mentioning the Champions League but not discussing it at all. So we'll get to that today. And the other one was about my pick for the Bucks winning the East. So let's start with the Eastern Conference right now. I think this, that's the most interesting thing in sports right now. Well, after the NCAAs perhaps. Yeah,
1: so who do you got? You have the Bucks coming out of the East. Yeah,
0: I have the Bucks coming out of the East, um, I, yeah, I the the East but here's the thing. I'm, I'm not fully backtracking from last week, I, um, but Malcolm Brogdon, the Bucks' point guard, is injured. And if he doesn't get back in time for the playoffs, that kind of changes things. Yeah, even if he does get
1: back in time, it, it messes up the rhythm. and
0: Exactly. You know. Because right now, Milwaukee would be playing Miami, and Miami's pretty hot right now. They've won, I think, eight of the last ten. Uh, the possibility of them beating the Bucs in the first round, I don't think it's likely, but I don't know. You never know. And then Brooklyn playing Toronto, Detroit playing Philly, and then it'll be Indiana-Boston.
1: So this week... Um, That'll be a good matchup, Indiana-Boston.
0: Yeah. Uh, how do you like the Celtics' chances... Given that they have loads of talent, but there's been so much turmoil this year. They haven't met expectations. Um, They they might go on the first round against Indiana.
1: Yeah, don't sleep on Indiana. I mean, obviously don't sleep on them. They're the number four ranked team. Um, Talent and consistency and coaching in combination with matchups, I think, get you through a best-of-seven series. Um, no shortage of talent, but you're right; they they haven't proved that they can play consistently well with the uh, all the jigsaw pieces that they have. That being Boston, um, so I don't know. I think it's a crapshoot on how they would fare out against Indiana. So,
0: right now it would be Philly against Detroit. Yeah, and D- D- Detroit's pretty. I would be interesting to see uh, Drummond against Embiid.
1: Yeah. I mean, big question mark. So I, I personally, I think Philadelphia will come out of the East. I, I just think they have this monster combination of everything that I was saying before, talent and consistency. And top to bottom, their starting five is hard to find a hole. So they can go up toe-to-toe with, with the best of them, as we were saying with Milwaukee. Um, I don't know. I just The whole Brogdon factor messes things up. And Embiid, any given night, he could put up the exact same stat line as the freak, but then he has a much stronger supporting cast of characters, I think. The, um, the... I mean, I agree
0: with most of that. I just think Philly's bench is pretty weak, and for a seventh-game series, the starters are going to have to play 35 to 40 minutes.
1: Yeah. And Beat looks like he's in good shape, too, coming yeah. off his... I had him in my fantasy league this year, so I kept pretty close tabs on him. Um, but he was um, off for, like... He took off for, what, five, seven games? Yeah. He looks like he's back in fashion now, but... Um, we we're talking about the Brogdon injury, but it's it, it's it's a crapshoot also with the health of Embiid. So maybe there is, maybe they'll, maybe they'll like towards the later towards the end of the season, they'll will give him a little more time to rest before the playoffs.
0: So they um. had, uh, I mean, they've had two two good wins last week against the Bucs and then against the Celtics. But they were trailing the Celtics the entire game at home, mm-hmm. and Embiid got a lot of really good calls. I mean, he had he shot twenty one foul shots. And the Celtics, as a team, only shot 16. He traveled a lot. You know, he was pushing people around. He didn't get... So, I mean, if the, if the officials call it like that, I, it's an obvious huge advantage for the, uh, for the Sixers. Yeah. Well, the, the, the thing is with the Celtics, well, besides the fact that they're, you know, they have all this inner turmoil, is that they, they, they sit out beyond the three-point line a lot. I mean, Al Horford is their center, and he shoots a lot of threes. Uh, Tatum and Rozier shoot a lot. Irving takes the ball to the basket, but that's the thing: if they go cold from three, I mean, they're just—I mean, they can easily be beat.
1: Yeah. All this, I think it—I mean, big picture, right? When was the last time there was this stacked of a field and this level of a playing field at this high caliber? Uh, in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, exactly. That's so why it's, it's that's a why great it's conversation. So excited, yeah, the fact that this is being so avidly discussed and it's such a, a crapshoot among you know not uh, among this level of competition of high caliber teams in the East yeah. is something we haven't seen in a while. So it's great. And the, the thing is,
0: you know, if Boston were to get it together for a month and a half, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't put put any money on them, but I think that they could, that they could make a run. Um, Detroit is. They've turned things around. Brooklyn's come out of nowhere this year. I know. I'm, just, I'm looking at the standings yeah. now,
1: and it's, dare I say, don't sleep on the Nets. I yeah. Mean, they've they've been on a hot streak lately. against Toronto, I mean, oh. it, we're also... Uh, that could have, change, though. I mean, there's only a yeah, half game spread
0: between right. the Pistons and the Nets. But the other thing, too, is we, we haven't mentioned Toronto. I, I, They're a solid team. And Kawhi, he's obviously well-rested because he's missed... He's sat out like 20 games this season. Yeah.
1: Serge Ibaka will have some rest. Yeah. <laughs> he's got the ball. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um what's his name? Uh Pascal Siakam has been on a tear. He uh he's averaging uh 16 points, seven rebounds, three assists and uh he he gives them just that, that third uh option after Leonard and Lowry. Yeah. So uh Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised if they make it. I mean, the the thing is with the East, the fact that this year that they are a uh, that the East is so much stronger than before is great. But at the same time, like a lot of the, with the exception of the Celtics going to the conference finals the past two years, a lot of these players haven't really been tested deep in the playoffs except for Kawhi because of his experience with the spurs
1: yeah that's true what did milwaukee do in the playoffs last year
0: they lost to boston in the first round in the
1: first round yeah yeah so so giannis hasn't really he's still an unproven commodity in the playoffs
0: and the sixers have only beaten they beat miami last year
1: yeah they, they had a deep run right they went to at least the semis yeah
0: they went to the semis and then celtics lost to the Cavs in seven
1: yeah so yeah, I mean the thing, the great thing is it's it's wide open. Um, it's wide open among competitive teams, and then obviously free agency will, you know, it, it'll shake things yeah. up depending on how how the chips fall. Kyrie Irving being a huge part of that, but say status quo holds, um, we have the makings for a very competitive Eastern Conference for for, for a long time.
0: Right, and especially with um, the the Giannis uh, Giannis and B going uh, going yeah. back and forth. Yeah. Um, I think that's great because yeah, if you look is. at
1: the West, the it's the Warriors against everyone, right? And and the the hardened style of play matching up with the it's guard play that are the the main draws, right? Yeah. The flashy, um, hardened style with Steph Curry style, but in the East, it's almost like back to the '80s and '90s. It's the big men that are that yeah. are the, the name of the game in the East Eastern Conference.
0: We forgot to um, introduce ourselves. This is the host Matt. This is a. Uh, Naki here, who was on uh, the podcast last year. I'm sure all of you remember. He was talking about difficulties being a New York uh, New York Knicks fan, and so they, uh, look, they,
1: they've not gone away.
0: <laughs> so uh, if uh, obviously you want the Knicks, congratulations on them tanking very well this year. Thank you. They have the worst. They have the worst record, but uh, it's
1: gone. It's gone better <laughs> than the original plans
0: So obviously you want Zion. Um, so. Your your honest opinion whether he goes to Knicks or not. How do you think he'll fare as a in the NBA? Because he kind of doesn't really fit like any specific position. He's not a center. He's six eight. Yeah. He's not a wing a, a wingman, a wing player. So what? Um,
1: I think he'll be like a mini Shaq. If you remember when Shaq came out, like his first before with the Lakers, like his the first five four or five years when he was in the Magic. Yeah. People for all, at least. It gets lost in the shuffle, like how dynamic and explosive of a five-tool, to use a baseball reference, player he mm-hmm. was. Right. He was. He brought the ball speedily up the court. He was able to dribble. He had low post moves. He was very nimble. Mm-hmm. Um, Zion doesn't have the same size, but he has the same type of um, levity and jumping game as a young Shack. So you know, I think he's, he's much t- more. I, I think he. He's much more.
0: Versatile than a Shaq. I mean, a Zion could develop in like an outside game. I, I don't know. It depends on what team he's on, and, yeah. and whether he wants to do that. But uh,
1: By young Shaq, I mean, like, yeah. that that power body, right? Exactly. That yeah. is in between the the physical um, the the physical dominance of a Shaq and a LeBron. Yeah. LeBron is obviously much quicker, but with that power physique and power structure. Mm-hmm. Um, Zion, he could probably you you got to figure he's going to grow a couple more inches, gain some more weight, mm-hmm. but hopefully if he keeps that levity to him, he'll have a equally dominant inside and outside game. So if the
0: let's say the Knicks get the second pick, let's say the first pick goes to the Suns or the Cavs, and they get the second pick, who 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 do you think they'd take?
1: Um I like this I like um RJ Barrett from Duke. Um, similar senses. I, I see a young i uh, making the comparisons again I see a young LeBron in him Just in terms of physical physique He already has a very massive body to him um, He's what 6'7, six, six, yeah, yeah. So he could play Basically any one of the f- At least four of the five positions mm-hmm. um, John Moran Sexy name But still kind of a And he's the he, truth he's, ter- he's, At the college ranks He's the truth yeah, Posted yeah, he, a triple-double yeah. first game But Kind of a crapshoot. It'll be a, a sleeper pick if it, or, or a crapshoot pick if they ended up taking him. I'm not fully confident in his tested abilities, having played for Murray State.
0: So um, in free agency, do, do you want Dur- Durant and uh, Kyrie given their bag? There's talk that they're going to go there. Do, do you want them, despite their baggage? So
1: <clears throat> I do think yeah, the the direct answer to that question is yes. I do. Um, I do think that... It can't get any worse for the Knicks, right? Yeah. There you go, yeah. yeah. I do think that in my heart of hearts, Kevin Durant will go to the Knicks. Um, this is an aspirational Knicks fan, again, speaking. But in the... I think he has something to prove, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's got yeah. a chip on his shoulder because he's gotten so much flack for having taken the easy way out and gone to the yeah, championship I mean, pedigree team. Right.
0: He, he went to the team that beat his team in the conference finals after being up 3-1. to one. Yeah.
1: which I, I I, I'm one of the people that's given him a lot of flack for that. I thought it was a, <laughs> a crap move. I thought it was an easy way out. And therefore, this hardened character that we see from Kevin Durant, I think is a, a it's a it's a knee jerk, it is a, a reflexive reaction to a lot of the crap that's been given to him.
0: Yeah, and he has so, to do it now at the age of thirty, pretty much.
1: Yeah. So yeah. where I'm going with this is by going to the Knicks, it is the 180 degree opposite move from going to the Warriors. Yeah. It is you are going to a garbage team right now mm-hmm. and you have a chance to um, to, to rebuild to it, rebuild, to rise yeah. it from to help it rise from the ashes. Um in conjunction with another Max player. <laughs> it's going to be a fascinating <laughs> offseason. The Knicks, they have cap space for two Max players. And, I think, and,
0: and they're going to get a good, probably a top five pick too. Yeah. yeah.
1: So they'll go to a an alpha free agent. Um, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ky, Ky, um, Kawhi That's Leonard. Kawhi, yeah. And they will say... It's Kemba
0: Walker too. He's a free agent.
1: Yeah, but I think I, well, but I I don't I don't classify him as the same alpha alpha rank as the other three that I mentioned. But they're going to go to one of those three, Kawhi, Kyrie, or um, Durant, or Durant, and say, "Who do you want to play with? Yeah. Name the player you want to play with. Yeah. We will give you both thirty-two, whatever the the mm-hmm. cap space max cap space allowance is, a yeah. million a year to play on that team or to play with that guy. So it'll be fascinating. It'll be exciting. Um, I just. <laughs> I it's hey anyone can have a bad twenty years right for the Knicks but so therefore I don't put it past ooh, the ooh. Knicks to shoot for Durant and Kyrie and end up with Paul Millsap and Jimmy Butler <laughs> <laughs> right
0: and, and and the like seventh or eighth pick too
1: yeah I also part of my optimism is my unfound optimism is that I do think Kyrie. Kyrie, I'm miss- I'm, mix- I'm mixing all the K's up. That Kyrie also will end up with the Knicks because I think he wants to go there. Right? But
0: but don't they all want to go to LA? I think I think Kawhi does because he because he, he's he grew man. up there, right? Yeah. So he'll probably go to the Clippers. Yeah. I don't. And then has, has Kyrie mentioned any? I mean, he he, he hasn't mentioned he, he's, going he's, to LA. He's talked a lot. Yeah. He hasn't mentioned going to LA. But he, but he says he wants to go back to play with LeBron. He, he has expressed remorse yeah, about yeah. <laughs> how he
1: was a spoiled brat playing for playing with. Well, oh, he was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Maybe he's just growing
0: up, right? So in- interpret that as you
1: will. I don't think it means that I want to play for the Lakers, um, which, by the way, we still have to. Oh, what about Anthony Davis? Yeah, no, that'll, that'll shake things up. Yeah. What's so going go to happen next the Knicks?
0: Well, he, they would have No, to he's trade still in a contract. Him. Yeah, he's still in a yeah, contract. They would have to trade for him.
1: All of next season, he's still in a contract with, with the Pelicans. Having said this season that he's <laughs> not going to be in the team anymore, he's got a whole other. That is going to be such a wild and awkward situation next year.
0: Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, who, I mean, who knows what what I mean? The Pelicans aren't a well-run organization, so it's not like they 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 might not even trade him. They might just call. They might just th- uh, throw it in for next year.
1: Yeah.
0: So let, let's stick with the West. The um, five thirty eight has the Warriors fifty nine percent chance of winning the finals. That's less than Hillary Clinton's the odds they had for Hillary Clinton win the twenty sixteen election. Mm-hmm. So. Do you think the Warriors are more likely to lose to a team in the West or get beaten in the finals by, say, the Sixers, the Bucks, or the Raptors, or, or even the, uh, the uh, Celtics?
1: I don't see anyone really giving the Warriors a run for their money from the West. They all know each other. They play yeah. each other ad nauseum. They, and <clears throat> so they're familiar with their styles. Um, Houston, I could see giving them a good challenge. Denver's having an amazing season. They have a lot of talent, but, but untested in the playoffs. Right, their
0: regular season team. Yeah, I mean the uh, the Spurs have uh, have really come on lately. But again, I don't I don't think they have enough talent. Plus, I don't nobody wants to see the Spurs in the finals anymore. Not for a while. <laughs> After seeing them for all those years with like low scoring teams, yeah. I'll still never forget the two thousand three finals against the Nets, where the the score was thirty-two to thirty-one at halftime. I know that it was a different NBA. It was a long time ago, but yeah. still, it's. I'm um, glad the NBA's moved on. Yeah, but I, I agree. I I think, I mean the the Rockets. I mean OKC is. They're not really clicking very well lately, so I would say uh, maybe the Rockets. But if anybody beats them, it would be it would a team from the East.
1: Yeah. So again, I just seeing the scenario unfold and tying this back into the previous talking points about free agency. I could very well see, as the statisticians can as well, the Warriors winning it all and then breaking up the band. You know, well,
0: they would still have Clay and Curry. Clay's a free agent. Yeah, I think he'll stay. I mean, the thing is, I I liked the Warriors a lot more before Durant was there. Just Clay and Curry. N- Nailing threes all over the place. Yeah. The the team had like really up tempo style. Now with Cousins and Durant, I don't know. It's just, yeah. I'm uh, ready right for them. And I don't. They probably won't be as good, but I just think they'll be more fun to watch.
1: Yeah, but Durant, you you, you figure he's gonna leave, and then Klay Thompson, his name has been widely thrown out as 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 walking away as well. Yeah. Um, getting for more money, so if you dismember two of those guys and it's you know end of an era and yeah. why not they've they've climbed the highest of heights and yeah what, the, they've been for the last five finals no
0: yeah, yeah
1: 15 yeah. 16 17. 15 lost 16 17 yeah. 18 right they've won 3 they have won 3 in a row no they've won 3 of the last 4 yeah so okay. they won 15 yeah. lost 16 yeah. won 17 won okay. right.
0: 18 yeah and the year they lost was when they won 73 games yeah. Um, any more NBA?
1: I mean, we can talk about LeBron and just yeah, lo- ending his yeah, not but- playoff drought, like let alone <laughs> NBA Finals drought yeah. for the past eight years. Yeah, the whole LeBron thing is, just,
0: is you know, it's just kind of, it's kind of bores me now. I mean, he's not in the playoff. The Lakers aren't good. Yeah, and you know, maybe they'll get some free agent, free agent signings and. They'll be back in the playoff mix next year, but
1: is it quite a shock that they didn't make the playoffs? No, it was just such a mediocre no, no, team. Not at all. No.
0: I I think what the the thing was, LeBron and others believed that they would get some big signing in middle like Anthony Davis, basically. Yeah, but uh, but that obviously didn't happen, and uh, so yeah, we we can we can we'll have a LeBron less playoffs, but I think that's good.
1: Good for him. Yeah, you know he deserves a summer off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: let's go to uh, let's go to the Champions League. We're I don't.
1: Champions. I don't um,
0: have since all the all the matches are on during the week when I'm at work. I don't see many of them, but uh, I know you're a Barcelona fan. So uh, how do you like their? Uh, how do you like their chances?
1: I like their chances a lot. I think they are the... I think they're the most talented team in the competition every year. But as the current field of eight stands, um, I think they're the most talented, talented team left. Them and Juventus. So who they is? play
0: uh, Man U.
1: Yeah. Good draw. Um, Juventus is matched with who? Ajax? Ajax, yeah. Okay. And then you have Man City versus... Tottenham. be okay. pretty interesting. Two in English teams. And then, what's the other matchup?
0: A uh, Liverpool and Porto.
1: Okay, so I think, and again, they they redraw after for each each for, round. For, ne- yeah. Yeah, for each subsequent round. So any of these teams that advance could play each other in the semis and then the, mm-hmm. the finals. Yeah. So I think the dream matchup that everyone is rooting for, um, Man City and Barcelona, because then you have Pep Guardiola going against the, the team that mm-hmm. he he coached to you know the highest of heights. Um, you. There's all pretty sexy and appealing. Premiership, all Premiership finals that people are rooting for. Liverpool,
0: oh, against Man City.
1: Liverpool against Man U is like one of yeah one of the biggest rivalries in the, in the Premier League. Right. But then Liverpool, Man City as well. Um, just any of the Premier League teams. I want to see
0: Ajax just because, you know, I mean, they're yeah. not not really a brand name when it comes to the Champions League.
1: Yeah, and then I. I just love this time of year because it's it's what I call an embarrassment of sports riches. Um, the two, in my opinion, best competitions in all of sports are the Champions League and the NCAA tournament. Just in terms of the caliber of the competition and how unpredictable it all is, the crapshoot yeah. element. Um, because with the World Cup, well, first of all, I think from a level of competition, it's harder to win the Champions League than the World Cup because it's it's the for, for lack of a better description, it's the the private sector versus the public sector. It's <laughs> it's pay to play um, billionaires that yeah. are you know they're they're getting paid to, to win this Champions League, um, so it's a, it's a great level of competition. But there's also a crapshoot factor to it. Mm-hmm. Like there's a higher probability of upset with the World Cup. You know who's going to win? Like there's no real big surprises in the World Cup.
0: Yeah, it basically comes down to like two or three two or three teams. Yeah. The but yeah, we we could pick any of these teams from the, the final eight. Yeah. and see a path forward for them to to win the championship. Yeah. Um, so, are you going to sneak out from work to uh, w- watch any of these quarterfinals?
1: Well, depending on who is listening, to this, uh, <laughs> now I'm going to give my unfiltered opinion. This is where this is where the iPad comes in tremendously handy. Yeah. As you and I were talking about about the NCAA tournament, so set up the iPad on the, the streaming service right next to your your monitor, and boom, there you go. Yeah. It's the democratization, the accessibility of. Of sports. Back in the day, like 2005, 2006, Ronaldinho days, yeah, I would have to sneak out and go to to Lucky Bar, call in sick and go to... Well,
0: remember, we had a job where we had a... Uh, we used to work together, for those of you uh, who don't know us, we uh, and we had a conference room where we had a big screen TV where mm-hmm. we would just... We'd get our work done by three and just yeah watch the matches, but unfortunately, uh,
1: yeah. It helped that... <clears throat> the head of the head office was in London so you were always able to justify yeah. you are always able to make a sympathetic plea
0: and it was also uh, good to have like other people in the office who were big big soccer fans too yeah you know, yeah
1: but this is a great time of year it, right sports really,
0: plus um well NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, beginning at MLB March Madness, Champions League am i missing something oh AAF the af <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we have a few listeners who just cannot uh, stop watching football. Right? I mean there's there's certain people, even we know, that just if football is it. That's all they want. NFL.
1: If, I don't know I don't know anything about the AF. So if you I'm a big Pub Trivia fan and every Pub Trivia I go to there's a puzzle round. So if you wrote out random team names on this chalkboard that's right in front of us and just you know, made, pull them out thinner, I would not some of them being legit AF teams, I would not know. Which one was an actual AF team?
0: All I know is that there's a there's a team in San Diego. What's it? What's it called? I have
1: no idea. I can but, tell you that Bob Bob Stoops is a coach somewhere. Yeah. Right. Mm. So tell me about this app. Is it outdoors? I, it's not, not in an indoor arena. No, place, it's right? outdoors. Yeah. It's just like the same rules. Same as the NFL. Rules? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. We're not talking free agency <laughs> football. No. There's too much other sports going on right now. But I'm, I was, I'm sure we will pay attention during the draft just because we since we're both Giants fans, there's a lot of drama around the team and uh Ugh. they they need a quarterback. Maybe they should have drafted a quarterback last year.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean you think about I don't I, they're talking about being lost in the ocean. Yeah they they <laughs> essentially <laughs> traded Odell Beckham for Golden Tate. <laughs> that's that's one way of looking at it. The other way of looking at it is they Double down on Eli. And got rid of Odell Beckham. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they and they got rid of their safety. They could have franchised their safety, Collins, but they didn't. And then they got Peppers, Jabril Peppers. Yeah. So yeah, they got rid of Collins for Pepper. Yeah. Anyway, let's get off of football. Um, you're a big Mets fan. How, how do you like the? How do you see the NLE shaping out this year?
1: Tight race. Um, you got like the Phillies' chances now that they got uh, some a certain prima donna playing outfield for them. Um, I'm a big Mets fan, like you said. I don't. I'm not. I'm not putting too many hopes on on the Mets this year. They. I just don't, don't really think they have an offensive path forward. Um, Jed Lowry, one of their big signings, who has a lot of pop in his bat from free agent signing for the infield. Um, he's already injured. <laughs> Cespedes. Who knows when he's coming back? I mean, obviously everything hinges on their the health of the team at large, but especially their starting rotation. Um, Syndergaard was injured for, you know, he, he missed one too many games last season. DeGrom is a horse. You expect that from him as well. But then the back end of the rotation, Zach Wheeler, Steven Matz, is, they're, they're pretty unreliable, and I think this is their last year of um, credibility, for me, for Steven Matz. Yeah. Um, he's had a lot of promise that he's never lived up to and potential that he's just never really fulfilled. Bullpen, they've shored up pretty heavily, so they just need to they need to be able to utilize the bullpen uh, in safe situations.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would help. Are you going to any uh, games this year in Nats Park? I mean, yes, yeah, so the, the,
1: the Mets actually, the Nats actually open up against the Mets next weekend. Are you going? Um, I'm probably going to go to one of those games. Yes, yeah. Yeah, so they open up on a Thursday. That's opening day, and then they're off Friday and then Saturday, Sunday. So I'll definitely be at the at the park for and one of those. And then I else.
0: think after that, then Philly comes here. Yeah, yeah, that should be yeah. Yeah, that should be fun. So what's
1: your? I think I think you talked about Bryce Harper your last podcast, but what, yeah, we did. What's your what's your take on it? To recap, like our mutual friend said, he's the fourth fourth
0: best outfielder on. He was the fourth fourth best outfielder on the Nets. Yeah. So
1: now he's not even the highest paid player anymore. Yeah, exactly. Where the the contract doesn't have the superlative
0: that it has. How um, how do you like uh the Trout signing? All, all I saw were headlines saying that he's actually under. It was a good deal. He's actually underpaid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm not going to call anyone that makes $35 million a year underpaid. Um, good for him. I think it, it, it takes a huge distraction off of off the Angels. Yeah. And they are, you know, there's this, this talk about how they might have pinned too many financial fortunes on on him, and the franchise is now strapped. But they're in Southern California. It's a it's a pretty big market. They can mm-hmm. they can sign a couple more players in the throughout the life of his the rest of his contract and. They can make things happen there, so good for Mike Trout. He deserves all the money that, that he's going to get paid. I'm just going back to the Bryce Harper thing. I yeah. What are your thoughts?
0: I, how, how do you like the Nats' chances?
1: Well, well, well with Bryce Harper, I'm yeah. just I'm still like I'm scratching my head. I I, I can't uh, wrap my head around how why he was so hell bent to get out of DC. He
0: yeah. I mean they they made the playoffs almost. I mean, obviously, they they never won a playoff series, but they they made it every year. He was treated as a hero when he first got here. Um, they they would have given him a huge contract, obviously.
1: Yeah, they would have yeah. given him thirty million dollars a yeah, year really. for <laughs> ten years. Yeah, yeah. so he turned that down. And look, I get, I get that if you if you being Bryce Harper, if you want to go to the Yankees or the Dodgers or the Cubs or the Red Sox or like a very flashy team or historic story franchise, yeah. With the Phillies. Just, <laughs> you you turn down more money to to go to a division rival um, with at two hours north
0: with, with fans who may not be all that patient.
1: Yeah, you just had you get a good thing going in in DC. You have a loving fan base. They're offering you a ton of money. Yeah, but he just seems so eager to get out. So I don't I don't know. Like, it confuses me. But go for the Nats. I mean, they they a huge distraction now that they're they're relieved of move on. Yeah. Um, and they still have a solid team to look forward to.
0: So, um, I think that's r- going to wrap up our sports talk. What um besides sports and the Mueller re- and the Mueller report, what are you going to be? What are you going to be watching these days?
1: Thank you for asking. Because I, I think I, one of my one of the things that I was envious of in the last time we did a podcast. I, 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 th-
0: I think we forgot. So I'm make, making sure I, I asked you this now.
1: Thank you. I've been preparing my answer for the past uh, seven <laughs> months. No. I've actually, so my binge watching, I've taken it old school. I've relied on some oldies but goodies. So there's just, first of all, there's so much TV and streaming services to keep up with. It's hard to...
0: All all the algorithms feed you something different every day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But everyone you talk to is always, oh, there's this new great show. There's this new great show. You got to get into that. So there's always going to be a new great show. So I've gone the other way and I've, I've gone a little back and I've been binge watching some oldies but goodies. So right now they are the Americans... Which I've I've never finished, so I'm plowing through that. Um, Veep, I just started. Well, you
0: just moved to Falls Church, so the, so I think um, the, uh, the, the 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 Americans is perfect for the you to watch now. it's yeah. close to home, yeah. literally.
1: Yeah. Veep, I just started getting into. Yeah. And then I'm rewatching The Sopranos because this year, 2019, marks the 20 year anniversary from when the show started. So. What season
0: are you on now? That. Now I'm on season three so that also that's a lot of TV that takes up a bit of time
1: yeah okay. so I don't I, basically, I don't go to work three days yeah, a week yeah. <laughs> um, no but the Falls um, the Americans hits close to home now the Sopranos hits close to home from Sister Naki from, Mendoza Sister one to 18 Jersey years yet. old yeah
0: good alright um, thank you all for listening thanks again to our sponsors um, and anybody who else wants to be a sponsor or a guest on the podcast you know how to get in touch with me alright Thanks, everyone.